right. Uh, today's daf is daf mem hey. Page 45, but we pick up on the bottom of mem dalit amud beis. Two lines from the bottom of the daf. Now, we learned in our Mishnah the, the process that the mitzvah of lulav um, took. Yeah? How do you perform the mitzvah uh, the mitzvah of Lulav. And that's been the Gemara up until now. We're going to keep discussing that. And Be'ez Hashem, tonight, be, on today's daf, and just shortly we're going to begin the mitzvah of Araba in the Beis HaMikdash and learn the process and what it looked like in the Beis HaMikdash as the mitzvah of Araba was taking place. So let's go. Two lines to the bottom. We're still sticking right now with Lulav. Mitzvah Lulav. Ketzad. How did they perform the mitzvah of Lulav the Mishnah was talking about on Shabbos. So what did we say? We learned that in the Beis HaMikdash, before Shabbos, everyone would bring their Lulavim and leave it on benches, right? The Chazan HaKnesses, the Gavayim of the Beis HaMikdash would have everybody put it there. When they'd show up the next morning, they would lay it out there in front of them and make sure everybody gave it to each other as a gift. This way, everybody owned it. Tani Nachman, they taught Mishnayis in front of Rav Nachman, Sujin al-Gaga the Dalit Minim were placed on top of an Itztiba, on top of a platform over here, meaning a bench. And when this was said in front of Rav Nachman, Omar Le, Rav Nachman said, we now turn to today's daf, Memhei Amad Halif, Bechili Avsham Why would they do that? If you leave it out on an open bench in the base HaMikdash, Rashi explains, the sun is going to get it and start drying out the Lulavim, and we know that, that that causes the lulav. But if it's completely dried out, it's possible. But even if not, it starts to lose its hither. Why would they do something and lay it out open on benches, seemingly, which can ruin the, which can ruin the mitzvah? Al-la'im, I'd rather say, al-gav ha-itztavah. It wasn't al-gag ha-itztavah. It wasn't on the roof of the itztavah. It was put on top of the, of the, um, uh, the bench itself. Okay. Very good. And uh, therefore, the sun never came into direct contact with it. Rachva says the name of Yehuda. You should know that the Harabayas had double benches around it. One row inside of another row. Okay, that was the uh, setup, kind of like, you know, you have, a, you have park benches, right? So they had, it was always doubled. They always had a double row of benches around the Harabais. Okay, fine. Period, end of that Gemara. We now get on to the fascinating mitzvah. Beautiful, beautiful mitzvah of Arava. Mitzvah Sarava Ketzat. How would they do the mitzvah of taking the Arava and the Beis HaMikdash? Says the Mishnah, there was a place lower than the than Yerushalayim called Maitza. Okay, now, what do you mean lower then? It was lower down, kind of like a, a, a valley type of area. Yarden Lasham, they would go down there to Maitza, down in the valleys. Apparently, it was more fertile down there. Umalakten Misham Morbi And that's where they would cut down their Haishanis. Yeah, that's where they would cut down their Arabas for the Mitzvah Arabah. This was apparently in Maitza. This was, you know, nowadays we order Muncie Aravis, is where, you know, all the Aravis come, Muncie Aravis, yeah? Back then it was Maitzi Aravis, right? That's where everybody was getting Maitzi Aravis. That was the 
the lush and abundant Arabas came from this low, fertile valley, lower than you in the low areas of Yerushalayim. And then these shalichim, we'll call them, of Bezdin would cut them down and they would stand them alongside the Mizbeach. And the way it was stood is that the, the top of each branch would tip over and be taller than the Mizbeach itself. Okay? All right. Now, and they would blow a tekiah, true tekiah. Now, let me ask you a question. A couple of blot ago, we learned how was the mitzvah of Aravadam. We had a machlekes. Either it was stood alongside the Mizbeach, or they took it and stood it alongside the Mizbeach. Now, we paskened ultimately at the end of the Gemara, we came out that they taka would wave it and then lean it against Mizbeach. Lefizeh. According to this, you're going to have to read the Mishnah that way as well. That they went down to the valley, they cut it down, and then, and then, when did they stand on the side of the Mizbeach? After they held it. That's what you're going to have to say. All right? Just say it. Then they blew a tekiah, true tekiah. Yeah? So picture the scene. Each day of Sukkot, they would make one hakafa. All right? This is what we do. What do we do on the first six days of Sukkot? Right? And then what do we do? We make one circle around the Bima, one circle around the Sefer Torah on the first six days. And they would say, Rabbi Yudah says, We said, Okay? Machlaikas basically here is which name of Hashem did they use? For but on the main day of the mitzvah Sarava, which is what did we learn? Day seven. They walked around the Mizbeach seven times on Aishan and Rabba and we're standing there with our Dalid Minim and our Uvas. Yeah. And we walk around the Mizbeach. What are we doing? The Imamish did this. The Imamish did this with the Aravas seven times. Yeah. We're, we're reenacting. What took place in the Beis HaMikdash, Mamish Gewalt, beautiful, around the Mizbeach, around the Shechina. Bishas Piti Rasan Mayim Aymrim. And when they were finished, right, what does Piti Rasan mean? From the word Nifter. We're familiar with somebody passes away, they're Nifter, they move from one room to the next. When they would leave the room, what would they say when they finished the Mizbeach? You know what they would say? Yoyfi Lecha Mizbeach, Yoyfi Lecha Mizbeach. We're leaving this beauty this beautiful picture here, this beautiful setting, we're leaving for you to beautify you, the Mizbeach. Rabbi Eliezer, Aymer, Rabbi Eliezer says, to Hashem and you, the Mizbeach, to you and Hashem, we're giving this is not only to bring, this is not, a physical beauty. Rabbi says, very important to mention. This is not just a physical beauty of Mizbeach. We're doing this for the Ebisht. We have to mention HaKadosh Baruch Don't just say to you, Mizbeach. You have to say to you, Hashem. And to the Mizbeach. Okay. This was done whether it fell out during a weekday 
or whether it fell out on Shabbos. Except if Aishan Rabba fell out on Shabbos, they would make sure to cut the branches in Maitzah down in that valley. They made sure to gather it prior to Shabbos. And they put them in beautiful pails that were made out of gold. So that they don't start to wither. They don't start to dry out. They would bring branches of palm trees. And they would hit them on the ground, on the side of the Mizbeach. Okay? They would take these branches of palm trees. So he says, we're not dealing with our Ravis over here. We're dealing with branches of palm trees. And they, um, and they would hit them on the side of the Mizbeach. And that day was called the hitting of the branches. What would happen? Immediately, the young children, uh, Tinaikas really over here is referring to the young men. They would um, take, I'm sorry, the, the men would take the uh, branches from the children and they would eat their esregim. Okay? The, the mitzvah has now been completed. Right? You know that feeling? They shine a rabba. Right? You walk around with the, with the Dalad Minim, you finish the Arabis, and now shul's over on a shine rabba. Seventh day Pesukas. And everyone's like, now what? Now, now what do I do? <laughs> right? What do I do my lulav now? What do I do my Arabis? What do I do my esreg? What do I do my adasim? So the minog has become, there's a lot of people have a minog, they take it, they throw the Aravis on top of the Aran Kaidesh, right, to dry it out. But what are you doing? So the, the, the Mishnah tells us that um, they would get further benefit. They would take the Esrog. Some people make Esrog jelly, right? You finish your mitzvah, so they, would, they would use it as an opportunity to have further simcha in, uh, through the mitzvah. Okay, fine. Gavaldik, Azoy the Mishnah. Very interesting Mishnah. Again, so let's give ourselves a quick Hazara because some of this Mishnah is really, you know, we read it, but it needs some explanation. And that is, how was the mitzvah of Arabas done? So we explained, they went down to the valley called Maitzah and Yushalayim. They would come up, they would lean the, the um, Arabas. They would be taller than Mizbeach and they would lean over, they would lean them against Mizbeach, they would blow a Tkia. Shrua Tekia, they on the first six days of Sukkot they circled once. Machlekes whether you say Ana Hashem Aishiana or whether you say Aniva Hay Aishiana, um, and then on Hashanah Rabbah they circled the Mizbeach seven times. And when they left, whether they said Yaifi Lecha Mizbeach or Leka or whatever they or whether they also mentioned the name of Hashem. And then we have the other opinion, which uh, we know they left it in golden baskets. Then we have the opinion of Rabbi Yechiel Breika, who says that instead of Aravas they would take branches of palm trees. Now, this needs explanation for us because we're not familiar with this. So what does that mean? They would take branches of palm trees and they would beat it on the ground and it was called the day of the, of, of, uh, of the hitting branches. And then they took the lulavim and esraigim of the children and they would hit them on the ground. Not that they would hit the kids. They'd hit the esraigim. Um, uh, and uh, they would grab the... I'm sorry. They would grab the lulavim and eat the esraigim. Okay. So the second half of the mission really is going to need a clarification as well. But here we go. Says the Gemara. We learned in the Bible, Makam Kolyana Have. Yeah, it is. Makam Kolyana Have. The area that the Aravas came from 
was tax exempt. Was tax exempt. They say yeshiva should joke. Why don't yeshivas teach navi? Why don't they learn navi in yeshiva? They say because it's non-profit. Okay, that's the joke. Okay, very cute. So zokti gemara is non-profit. Makom Yeah, they were tax exempt over here. The tonadi done my time at Carly Meitzer. So, what, what, I mean, it has a name. What's unique? What's the unique about the name Meitzer? I did the mefak meicharga the malka because since it was a tax exempt area, Karile Meitzer. The word Meitzer is from the word Yotza, which means separated, excluded. So Meitzer means it's excluded from taxes. There was no obligation in taxes. They would come and we learned in How many are Rabbis? Doesn't say how many they think are Rabbis. What it looked like. Since the Gemara, there was a lot. There was a lot of, uh, of uh, the Arabas, and they were big. They were long. Okay? How tall was the Mizbeach? Ten Amas. If I had to lean over the back, these, these Aravas were between, we'll call it, 17 and 22 feet tall. So you think these guys who walk into shore with 10-foot Aravas are Meshuggah, yeah? Or they're trying to show off. Some people know. Some people, they're coming in with large Aravas because they want to give off the beauty of the mitzvah. Beseder. Yeah, but you think those are big. No. Nisht. 17 to 22 feet, Azoi is an Arava. They should go this way. If it's eleven amos, you can at least lean against the veach and tilt over. It must be sitting on the base, not on the floor. Why not? Keep keep hold of the math. The mizbeach itself was ten amos tall. It must be it was one amma off the ground. If it was eleven amos long, you know why? Because if it sat on the ground, michti. Let's see. All the amma Mizbeach went up an amma, then in an amma. Zehu Yisai, that was the base. Then it went up five more Amas. Now it's six Amas high with an additional Amma in. Zehu Saiviv, that was called the surrounding area of the Mizbeach. Olashash went up three more Amas. Zehu Makamakronis, that reached the area of the horns, right? The corners that went up on top. When you picture the Mizbeach on each corner, there was four stems, what we call horns. If it goes in, as, as height slants, that takes up more space. So if the Aravas were if the Aravas are eleven Amas tall, and the Mizbeach is ten, and the Arava needs to lean, it's not gonna hit over the Mizbeach at all. It must unless you say it sat on the base one Amma high. Now you have extra you have extra length to play with, and you could say, Oh, if it sat one Amma high, now it makes sense the eleven Amas. So you it must be that it sat on the base. Shmamina, Yitaka have. We learn from here. Yitaka have a good proof. Am Rabbi Avo. says, My Kara, where do you see that the Aravas need to lean not only against the Mizbeach, but it has to lean above the Mizbeach? My Kara, prove it to me. Show me a Pasuk. Shnamra says, Isru Chag, We say this in Halel. Yeah? Isru Chag on the. Um, uh, when it's surrounded and tied on the yomtiv, ba'avaisim with branches, arkanism is beach, that go all the way up to the cronies of the mizbeach. So you see the branches reached all the way above the horns. Beautiful. 
Amar Rabbi Avohu, Rabbi Avohu says, a new limud from this pasuk. Amar Rabbi Avohu, Amar Rabbi Lazar, Rabbi Avohu says, name Rabbi Lazar. Anybody who takes a lulav when it is tied together with hadasim and aravois, hadas bavoisoi, and your hadas is beauty, it's braided. My love, akosov kilu banim is beachvik of our love carbon. When we do the beautiful mitzvah of the dalad minim, it's as if we built the mizbeach and brought a carbon on the mizbeach. You hear this? Meaning, you do mitzvahs kahigin, particularly this mitzvah. Mamish, you're doing the Ratzon Hashem. Now, what's unique about these things? What's, what's unique about this? What's unique is that really, like we said, the braiding throughout the Hadas or the tying of the Lulava, putting it into what's called the Kaishiklach, right? Is you'd get a mitzvah anyway without that. But we're doing this to Mamish add additional beauty to the mitzvah. So if you give such covet, to give such honor to the mitzvahs, it's as if, it's as if you built the mitzvah and you brought karbonus on it. How do we know that? Shenemar, as it says, we now turn to the top of Memhei Ovid Beis, Isru Chag Ad Karnoi Samizbeach. So you see, tying together the Dalad Minim is Ba'avaisim Ad Karnoi Samizbeach. Avaisim, the word Avais. Yeah? The word avais can mean braided. So it's ad karm It's like you're coming up until the horns of the mizbeach. It's like you're rebuilding the mizbeach. Okay. Weiter in these in this these agadita thicker explanations of our mitzvah. Om Rabbi Yirmiyah Shem Rishon Ben Yechai. Rabbi Yirmiyah quotes Rabbi Shem Ben Yechai. Rabbi Yechonah Mishum Rabbi Shem Ben Hamachuzi Mishum Rabbi Yechonah Hamachuzi. And Rabbi Yechonah quotes Rabbi Shimon Hamachuzi. He's quoting Rabbi Yechonah Hamachuzi. Kalaisa is for the Chag Bachiloshtia. Whoever fulfills the mitzvah of Yamtiv through Simcha, through the joy of eating and drinking a Suda, Maila Lava Kosov Kilu Banamas Bechrik of a Love Karbon. Same thing. Shenemar Isu Chag Bavoisimar Karnesam is Bayach. Isu Chag, you're tied together with the Yamtiv. You're tied you could only fulfill a mitzvah when you take it in the same way that it had giddle, the same way that it grew. Okay? You have to take it the same way that it grew. Shenamar atzei shitim oimdim. Atzei shitim, wood of shitim, oimdim, standing up. Which is very interesting. The Mizbeach, we know, uh, the Mizbeach, I'm sorry, the Mishkan, was built with atzei shitim, with shitim wood. And the way that the wooden beam had to stand was in the same direction that it grew. So they couldn't just chop down the shittim tree and then take the wood and make beams and just set it up. No. You had to know which was the, the top of the beam at the time that you cut the lumber facing upwards. And the top had to be standing on top of the, you know, when, when it was actually uh, put up for the mishkan. So you see, when something grows, 
you're supposed to put it in in the way that it, uh, you're supposed to perform the mitzvah in the way that it grew. We learned to write similarly, it's got to put in the same way that it grew. What does oimdim mean? It means that, they all, that they're supposed to be plated with gold and they support the gold that is on it. The gold goes around it, but it's the wood that's standing there that supports the gold. Okay, either way. I mean, you could have, uh, you have different limudim, davar acher, one more limud over here. Aimdim, what does it mean? Standing, shema taimar, avad sivra, nubato sichlu. You may be going to say that um, we're never going to have them as the mishkan again. We don't know where the mishkan is. We don't know where the kalim, where the vessels of the tabernacle, the mishkan is. We don't know where it is. You should know the wood of the Mishkan still stands forever. You can never get rid of the The Mishkan is indestructible. And therefore, it's still around somewhere. It exists here on the world. The Mishkan itself has never been destroyed. And when the Beis HaMikdash is rebuilt, we're going to get back that Mishkan. Beautiful. Okay. I could find merit for the entire world to save them in the day of judgment. From the time of creation until now. And if Allah, my son, would be with me on the scale, he says, I can shoulder all the Averis of everybody. And if I have the merits of my son, Allah's are with me. Miyaim shenivra ha'ilam ve'ad achsha. So if it would just be myself, it would be from the day that I was born until now. If I have this chosim of my son, it's from the day the world was created. Until now, all the Averis, we could shoulder it and bring merit to everybody. Take one, take a lot for the team. And if Yaisam ben Uziyo was with us, that's even past until now. It's going to be forever and ever. We can uh, we can handle the averis of uh, we can handle the averis of everybody. Okay. What do you think this means? What do you think this means? You think Rashi ben Yechai is being arrogant? You think he's being arrogant? What does he mean? Rashi ben Yechai says that. My chosim can handle from the day I was born till now. Allah's are my son's with me. It's from the, the world that was created till now. And if we have Yaisam, then any Avira that's ever done. It sounds a little arrogant, no? Yeah, what's, what, why, what's, why is this important for Shem Ben Yechai? What, what do you think he's teaching us here? We'll get back to this. Very important question. But Bezjam will give an answer tomorrow. Okay, but there's a, there's a fascinating a fascinating Gemara and a very important Gemara. We'll get back to this. I've seen people who are B'nai Aliyah. There are people out there who are steiging. But there's not enough of them. Okay. If there's a thousand, me and my son are with them. If there's a hundred, I and my son are with them. If there's only two, you should know it's me and my son. Okay? What does that mean? Says the Gemara, really? There's so many people. You can't, it's hard to find people 
for Bnei Aliyah, Omar Rava, Timni, Sari, Alfei, Dara, Habel, Kamei, Kudja, Brichu. There's 18,000 rows of Tzadik, Bafana, Makadosh Baruch Hu, Shinamar, Sabbath, Shemayna, Asar, Aleph, around me, there's 18,000. Like Asha, Hadla, Mistakli, Ba'aspak, Lariya, Meira, Hadla, Mistakli, Ba'aspak, Meira. It depends how close to Akadosh Baruch Hu. Some people are mamish, like, boom, right there, that's very hard to beat, with complete clarity. And some, you know, you could see Akadosh Baruch Hu, but with, uh, with less clarity. With the Mestakli Baspak, by the way, when he says B'nai Aliyah, he's saying that this is not coming across as arrogant at all, right? Because what he's saying is, listen, we're obligated to be B'nai Aliyah. We're obligated to be growing people. And even if we're the only growing people in the world, we're going to be them. We're going to stick there. We're going to be B'nai We're going to be people who are making Aliyah, having Harsh Neshamas. We're going to make sure that we keep growing. If there's a thousand people, we'll be part of that community. A hundred people, we'll be part of that community. If there's two, I'm sticking to it. I'm sticking to it. It's going to be uh, me and my family. It says the Gemara, Mistakli Mizuchikuli Hai. As there's so few people who can't mamish have a direct, clear sight, so few tzaddikim who have a direct, clear sight to Akadish Baruchu. This is we're familiar with this. The thirty-six tzaddikim that exist at all times in the world, that the world exists in their merit. Fortunate is all those who await him. Loi lamid vav is the gematria lamid thirty vav six. The gematria klosin shisahave. So you see that there's at every point in time there's going to be thirty-six over the course of the millennia. There must be uh, a nice amount. Like Kasha, Hadali Babar, Hadali Bilaybar. You're right, there's many, many tzaddikim. Some tzaddikim are able to get close to Akadish Baruch Hu without permission, and some some need permission. But yet, yeah, to, to be able to be like, Chas you know, not to say chummy, but to be mamish uh, uh, so close, the, to, to re- make our neshamas mamish the chilek elikami mal. That we are, that it's like fused with the Abishter, they don't even need permission. You are one with the Rabbanishlam, so to speak. That's uh that's something that's that's uh minimal people accomplish that. When they would leave after finishing the mitzvah, what would they say? Whether they would say to you, you the Mizbeach have the beauty, or whether they said to Hashem and the Mizbeach is the beauty. How could you say Hashem and the Mizbeach? The Tanya, didn't we learn in the Brayso, a person who puts anything else, he'd be like, thank you, Hashem, and uh, who, 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 what else exists that can be put into the same sentence as the Rabbani Shalom? Hashem's alone. This is what it means. To you, Hashem, we thank. And to you, Mizbeach, we are Mishabeach, we give praise. To you, Hashem, we thank. And to the Mizbeach, we sing the praises. So, Mamela, that's not a problem because we're separating the speech to HaKadosh Baruch Hu and the speech of the Mizbeach. Beautiful. Okay, period, end of that explanation of the Mishnah. Then the Mishnah said, Kimaseyu Bechayl. Okay? The same thing, the same way they did on a weekday, they did on Shabbos as well. Amr Abuna, my time, Rabbi Yechanan, break, what's the reason for Rabbi Yechanan 
Ben Breka. He says that they wouldn't bring Aravas, they brought branches of a palm tree. Dechsev kapois, kapois means branches, shnayim achas the lulav, achas the Two date branches of a palm tree. Why are you bringing two? His drasha is one for the mitzvah lulav and one for mizbeach. Rabban Amri kapais, because if they say there's no vav, so it doesn't mean two mitzvahs. Rabbi Levi says ketomar that the importance of bringing branches of a date tree is to teach us the the beauty of a tomar of a date. Ma tomar echot, just like a date tree has one center, one heart. So too, Klayisol only has one heart. This is a uh, this is a such a uh, comforting Gemara, because what this lets us know is that a, a Yiddish heart is a Yiddish heart, a Jewish heart is a Jewish heart. Every Jewish heart has one center, and that's Hakadosh Baruch Sometimes we're unconscious to it. Many people don't even know that there is Rabban Shalom. They can claim to be atheists. They can claim to be agnostics. Right? Or we can even be observant and not always have HaKadosh Baruch Hu and turn to the side and get ourselves involved in other things. But ultimately, ultimately, Yisrael, every Yid, always has this There's no Yid who doesn't have this heart um, to be one with to, that's together, all together as Kal Yisrael, which ultimately recognizes and deeply wants Avinu Shabbat Shamayim HaKadosh Baruch says the name of Shmuel. is done on all seven days of But the bracha on Sukkah is made only on the first day. My time Okay, it means Leshe Only saying the first day of Sukkah. My time Where the mitzvah ended. You had a mitzvah lulav by day, that night there's no mitzvah. And you have another mitzvah by the next day. So you got to make a new bracha every day. Each day is a new mitzvah. But sukkah, where the mitzvah never ended. You sit in a sukkah by day, you sit in a sukkah by night. So kulu shiva, on all seven days, it's all like one long day, and you don't make a new a new uh, bracha on the sukkah every day. However, no. Actually, sukkah, you make a bracha all seven days. My time away. Sukkah daraisa shiva. Sukkah, which is daraisa all seven days. You do it all seven days. Lulav darabonon. Sagile bechad yema. Lulav, which is darabonon. So you just make a bracha on day number one. And the other days, you don't make a bracha. Okay. Now, you know, you could have a conversation here. Even if it's a din darabonon, maybe you still should make a bracha. Okay. Um, you know, and, and maybe that's the machoikas here. Whether a dinder abonon, there's a chiyav of a new bracha of asher kedushan tzayzolitzivanu, and maybe Rabbi Rabbanan according and maybe Rabbi Rabbanan according to Rishon is going to say that no, by dinder abonon, there's no there's no bracha. He also Rabban Amar Rishon. Rabban came, he said he quoted Rishon from Eretz Yisrael, echadzev echadzeshev, which we know we do, right? And that is all seven days of Sukkot, when you do the mitzvah of Dalaminim, you make a bracha. And every time you sit in a sukkah, all seven days, you make a bracha as well. And Amar of Yosef, this is the halacha. Okay? And uh, you do um, the, you, you make the bracha of Leishe Basukkah all seven days. Meisvei, that's a challenging question. Top of tomorrow's daf. 
A person who makes lula for himself should say, Not when your mom is um, uh, performing the mitzvah, you say, first you make a shachyanu, and then you say, I'm taking the lulav. Even if you made a bracha on day number one, you make a bracha again on the remaining days. And we'll leave it off here. And Besham tomorrow we will pick up with the proper bracha that we make on, to, on uh, sukkah. The proper bracha to make when we sit in a sukkah. And that's going to lead us on to a fascinating discussion of various brachas that are made on different mitzvahs, such as putting on tefillin and things of that sort. What are the appropriate blessings on, um, on these mitzvahs and how often are, uh, how often are these brachas made? And we'll get on to a very interesting discussion about tefillin, Bezhem, tomorrow as well. We will hold it here and we will see everybody tomorrow morning, Bezhem at 9.30. Have a good tevach, a wonderful, wonderful week. Sei gewünscht.